Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman, and I have alongside of me today, Mr. Pete Robertson. How you doing, Pete? I am doing wonderful. And you? I Great to be here. The same. Man, yeah. It's been a good week. Yeah, it has been, been a, a good week. week. Staying busy, having fun. Um, man, how about some football? Can we talk about some football a little well, bit? If your team is doing well. Right, that, we'll that, <laughs> what team? I don't know what you're talking about. Florida State University. Oh, Florida State. We, we yeah, give them we are so many undefeated props. in the month of October. Let's not talk about September because we went 0-4, including losing to a high school team. But in October, Pete, we are undefeated. And you know who we played this Saturday? Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Clemson, 3.30 Eastern time. Uh, I don't know what time that is in the rest of the world. I guess you got to just do Any, the math. Anybody but. has listened around the world, we're talking about <laughs> college football in the United States. So our friends in Belgium, I'm sorry if you don't follow college Bob, football. Bob is an FSU alum, so I he's am. kind of a diehard. That's right. That's and he's right. big in the football. But so. it's been uh, as miserable as September was. October has been better. So, so how's you know, your fantasy football team doing? Um, <laughs> in the month of October. That's not so good. I've lost two weeks in a row. I've lost two weeks in a row. <laughs> Um, but funny. the good news is I haven't lost to you yet. So I know I haven't. I might be playing you this week, actually. My now that I think about it. My team is so bad. <laughs> I looked at my team every week and I'm just like my fantasy football. And I'm just like, oh, man, Lord, really? I, I mean, I, it's not that I drafted bad. My team just not good. They're just not good. It's all fun. So. And it really is, guys. We just we're just doing it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bragging rights. We got a few guys in town yeah. and and Christine, who's, you know, Holding her own very well. And fantasy football league is with um, pros. That's the NFL. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. we select and anybody doesn't know. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah. he changed the subject on yeah. me right away. He didn't like yeah. me talking about no. college football because how's USC doing, Pete? Not good. Yeah. They're not bad. Good. I mean, I was. They lost to Notre Dame. I was rooting for him. I was yeah. rooting for him against Notre Dame, but yeah. that didn't work out well for me. Well, hey, you know what? Speaking of football, hmm. I got. And you were there on Friday. I got the opportunity yeah. to speak to a high school football team on Friday, a public school high school football team. We got to feed them and uh, got to speak to them for a couple minutes. That was I was nervous, but I afterwards I'm like, man, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I did it. So shout out to to Barry for setting that yeah. up. He, he calls me up on Thursday. He says, hey. You're doing something for me. <laughs> I know you're going to do great. I'm like, uh-oh, what'd you do? And uh, he he had, he was out of town, and he had set up a, a talk with his football team, so he asked me to do it, and uh, I'm thankful that uh, he did. Thank you, Barry. I was watching you, Bob, and we got the video. Part of the video is up on Riot Podcast, the Facebook, so if you want to go, the Facebook. Did you like that? The, the Facebook. Facebook. Um, you can watch it there. But he, uh, Bob, you were uh, calm, collective, funny. You were funny. And we didn't get the the most funniest part was he's talked about how his his beloved Miami Dolphins <laughs> and he was talking to a football team and they all started ragging on him. They got really loud, and, but it was funny and you did a great job and you really brought your point. And his whole message was as what would I would want someone to tell me when I was in high school. And yeah. so you just shared three truths and you based it off of Solomon. So that was, that was really good. You did a great job. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank very you. proud of you. It was awesome. That was fun. And then the Dolphins on Sunday. 
just as promised, they yep. blew they blew a lead with a minute to go, <laughs> lost yeah. the game. I'm like, and oh. they made it tight. That's I mean, I watched part of the highlights in that. That's I mean, they made a close game. They that, did. They were losing for a little bit, they and then did. they came back. They came so, back, took yeah. the lead, and but yeah. uh, as as the prophet uh, Hootie and the Blowfish says, the Dolphins make me cry. So. <laughs> Hootie, man, is that, are they still even around? That I liked them back in the days. Oh, that was a great album. I love for his a secular album. That was a really. I good love album. his deepness, his deep voice. Anybody, a shout out to Hootie and a Blowfish. Right. There. What's it? Darius Rucker, right, is the lead yeah. singer. He yeah. he's into country. He's doing country music now. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. He I had a couple country albums out. So man, his voice is like he's good. Awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. very talented. Yeah. But what else is going on? What'd you do this weekend? I went to uh, Epcot and we watched a group called M80 and they were an 80s cover band. And I'm telling you, I, I mean, I've seen a quite a bit of 80s cover bands and heard them. These guys were by far the best. Um, at the end of the show, they literally a 10 minute standing ovation. And it was so good. And so then the guy comes back out and says, hey, we're going to do another set, a completely different set, you know, later on in the night. And if you guys want to come back in here and say, Christina, like, yeah, we're going to stay. So we stayed and, and sure enough, a whole completely different set, different show. Wow. And, and again, standing ovation. They Is were this at so the American good. Pavilion? Is that what? Yeah. Oh, I love watching concerts. Yeah. There. yeah. They were so good. So that's that's kind of what we did. I loved it, man. It was really, really fun. But yeah. the, the 80s was the best decade of music ever. That's what they that's how they titled it. Like when you walked it's in, it's the best decade of music. Yeah, it's and, so true. Yeah. I'm biased, but because I was in high school well, and I'm an young 80s child, you're in high the, show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but man, yeah, you're just stuff. earlier 80s than I was, well, but was we're still in the 80s. I still, went to high school in 80s. You, they still used yeah. horns and, you know, yeah. stuff like that in oh, some I of their that. bands. I, yeah. I mean, you, you've got me. You put you put a trombone, a saxophone and a trumpet in the band and you got me. You got me. All right, so what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about um, horror movies. Oh, my gosh. Really? Horror. Horror. Make sure you say that right. Horror yeah. movies. This morning, I'm talking, and I was telling my daughter, Brianna, I says, hey, I'm going to be doing a thing on horror movies. She goes, what's horror? No, horror. <laughs> horror. There's two syllables. Make sure you get it out. Horror. I was like, all right, horror. So, uh, yeah, you want to pray? Yeah, yes. We need it. We, definitely. Yeah, let, <laughs> we kind of need it. Let, let me do that. Father, um, we, we just give you this show. We give you our listeners, Father. We just thank you for, for each and every person that, that listens and watches this podcast. So we ask that uh, the Holy Spirit would just lead and uh, work in the hearts of each of each and every one of us, um, from Pete and I and Christine and the staff that are, are putting this thing together to everybody that hears this, whether on a podcast or watching it on YouTube, Lord, that you would just, um, just reach out to them in a special way and just let your truth um, come through loud and clear as we we talk about the subject of of horror films and and uh kind of this this time of year so father we uh we give it to you now and we thank you in jesus name amen so i guess the title would be should christians watch horror movies so that's that's kind of the the title of it and i think that it's um uh, I don't know what I was saying to say, but yeah, that's it. It'll so come you, back to you. Yeah, you do. Come back to you. <laughs> you do the opening statement. <laughs> well, I put my glasses on for a reason, right? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, let me read the the opening uh, statement. The question asked by many Christians at Halloween time is: Should they participate in Halloween activities? 
Many Christians have understood the origins of Halloween, hence it creates this great debate. Many followers of Christ have tried to help in this debate by creating harvest events, uh, <laughs> trunk and treat events, yeah, yeah. and other alternative activities during this time of year. Uh, I know we're ruffling feathers already, Pete. That's okay. Although we would, we would love to join in this debate, we feel that in today's show, we are going to shift our attention more uh, so to our attention, mostly to horror movies that come out during this time of year, the question uh, that we want to answer are this, is it okay for Christians to watch horror movies? Are horror movies just harmless entertainment? Could we be unknowingly supporting the dark influence of Satan every time we watch scary films? So there we go. That, that opened up your can of worms for you, Pete. That's it. It's like, um, you know, we've, I've heard, I've watched movies and documentaries on, you know, the, the origins of Halloween and, and, you know, and, and nowadays you go and, and, you know, people love to dress up and it, let's just face it. It's fun to dress up, you know, and it's fun to get into character and um, to go to parties and do all this and trick or treat and, and all of that. And, and I just, I, I don't have really much in that debate. I don't want to just say yay or nay on that. That's basically, I, I tell people if they're trying to figure out that, that, you know, should I go to Halloween? Should I have my kids do trick or treat? Should I have, you know, all of that, just, that's something you, you pray about, you seek the Lord about it's how God deals with you in that. I'm, I would say personally, I would be against dressing up as some sort of demonic presence, maybe be a witness or an influence. If you're going to dress up with, you know, something innocence, that's not going to do that, but that's just between you and Lord. But I, I think the biggest thing that we want to talk about is horror movies and, and, and does it really affect our lives as Christians? Is it something that we should be spending our, our money towards um, and to, um, is it something that will uh, benefit us or help us? And so that's kind of that's kind of where we're going to go with it. I guess let me just do the definition. So a definition I looked it up is if of a horror movie is a horror movie is by definition a story that produces an intense feeling of fear, shock, or disgust. Horror tries to shock people in a variety of ways, gratuitous gore, psychological tears, what's around the corner kind of thing. Is there actually a monster in the house? You know, supernatural elements or even just jump out of your seat scenes that make the audience hit the ceiling from an adrenaline rush of fear. Often the shock is there for the shock itself, not of any grand overreaching point. So that's kind of, I guess, the definition of <laughs> horror films. And so what we kind of want to do is just break down seven arguments that we put together um, that that kind of uh, share our thoughts on what how we see it. Um, you know, more than anything else, these are our arguments. You need to seek the Lord and the Holy Spirit on this and, and have the conviction of the Holy Spirit as we have and as we share with us with you. Um, but let's uh, go ahead and just start going through them and, and see where God, how God takes it. All right, let's do it. So seven arguments. So the first one, we feel that horror movies glorify Satan. Yeah, it well, seems that's pretty cut and dry, right? It does. It seems that today's horror movies are becoming more scary, more violent, more gruesome than ever. Um, you will most likely see in each more horror movie a, a significant amount of carnage, mayhem, scream, and bloodshed. So the question we ask is, does watching a movie like that glorify God? The fact is, it only glorifies all things that belong to Satan, violence, death, fear, and suffering. 
So we believe that Satan inspires the minds of these movies, producers and directors to create movies as violent and scary as possible. Their aim seems to be make the most terrifying movie of the year. So the truth of the matter is all horror movies share the same theme. They dwell on the dark side. That's kind of where we're at with that. What's your thoughts there, Bobish? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's the darkness, but I'm, man, I, as you were reading the description of what a horror movie is, because I always thought, you know, the, the Freddy Krueger kind of Jason yeah. Halloween type yeah. things, but I think it, it may be broader than that. So when I was thinking about, okay, so what was the last horror movie I saw? You know, it popped in my mind was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think most people. Is that Anthony Hopkins in that? Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm like, I don't know that most people would consider that a horror movie. Mm. But going back, it and would be a minor, it, minor it one. Very dark. Yeah. But it, but but it's yes, but it's very dark. It's not. I don't know. So uh, <laughs> that that movie, but it did scare me. I mean, it's a horror movie is to it's it's taking us from light to darkness. I mean, it's, it's taking us into a, you know, Jesus tells us to position ourselves to be in his presence. Well, in his presence, there's only light. So if we're watching a horror movie, then we must be positioning ourselves to be in darkness because a horror movie is not going to bring light. Right. Now, God can still use it. So say, for instance, we're going to a horror movie and we're watching it and we're in darkness and something inside of us can change where it's going to tell us, well, I don't want that darkness. I want light. And maybe God can use it to point you towards the light or to turn you from that. Um, but I think that if you're doing it because you like to be scared, you like to have, uh, you like to be, you know, freaked out. You like the blood, the gore, you like all of that, you know, it's just entertainment, no big deal. Um, sure. Maybe there isn't really much there, but I think that you're, you're definitely, um, setting yourself up not for success. I mean, there's, you're not worshiping God while you're watching it and you're not going to leave there drawing closer to the Lord while you're watching it. And, and let's just, we're not going to try to be legalistic here, but let's just look at it this way. That could be a lot of movies we watch. Yeah, so it, it's what exactly what I was thinking. It's, it's not just the horror movies, but the horror movies emphasize the darkness where a lot of the other movies that we watch that that might not be as good, maybe emphasize sex, maybe emphasize drugs, maybe emphasize something else that maybe we shouldn't be watching as Christians either, because our ultimate goal is we want to be in a position so that God can be glorified. So the Bible tells us in first Corinthians 20, 21, no, but the sacrifices of pagan pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participate in demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. And so, I mean, are we saying that in essence, if you're watching a horror movie, that you're, you're partaking in the cup of demons? I mean, is that kind of what we're trying to get at? Yeah, maybe. And as Christians, we we do not want to be overcome by Satan. No. And, I, you know, I guess the point is, 
<laughs> by doing that, are, are we helping Satan? And that really, Pete, leads into our, our second argument. Yeah. The second argument is, do you want, do horror movies give Satan a foothold? Yeah. And I think that's what you're kind of, you're playing with, right? We're playing, you're playing with fire by, you know, looking at, and again, we're not trying to be legalistic saying, no, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> it reminds me of the old Footloose movie, right? You can't dance, you can't do these yeah. things. You know, that's not what we're trying to say. We're saying, listen to the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit telling you to do? You know, yeah. it, it, it you know, so that that's our argument. And really, that's what we want you would point you to do. But um, Ephesians 4, 26 and 27 says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor, and here's the key, I think, nor give place to the devil. And I think that's the danger of, of subjecting your mind, your, your eyes and your ears to this darkness is you're, you're opening up the possibility of Satan getting a foothold. Yeah, I mean, Satan, John 10, 10, Satan is his whole purpose is to steal, kill and destroy you. And so if I'm watching horror movies, it's about, you know, stealing your joy. It's about bringing fear to you. It's about destroying hope. It's it's about, you know, bringing, you know, destruction or calamity or something to your life. And, and that is the main focus of that. It's, it's to torment. It's to, you know, so forth. Now we can flip the script, I guess, a little bit and say, all right, well, a horror movie, if I'm watching it, I can see it like this. I can see it as, well, there is evil in this world. True. I mean, Ephesians 6 talks about that, that it says that, you know, we, we don't wrestle against, uh, you know, we wrestle against powers of darkness and against spiritual forces of evil in heaven realm. So we can, we can watch a horror movie and say, okay, we know that evil exists and this prepares me to be able to combat that evil that's out there, but that's stretching, Right. Yeah, that almost like kind of justifying the behavior. It's stretching. I, I mean, if you're truly a Christian and you're and you're watching this evil, it should not be comfortable. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everything in your body and your soul should be saying, this is not right. I need to get out of this situation. I mean, if we are in God's presence, which is light, which is filled with all goodness, all purity, all holiness, and we are in his presence. And then the very next scene, we get in our car to go to a horror movie or we turn it on on Netflix or whatever, and we're watching that, I would guess that our our spirit would be quenched. I would, yeah. I would guess that we would feel a sense of yuckiness or darkness or something that shouldn't be right and resonate in our heart. And if that is not happening, then I would ask, are you actually spending time mm-hmm. with light? Are you actually positioning yourself in God's presence? And so I don't know, is that a conviction of the Holy Spirit on your own life? If you're able to go to a, a horror movie and sit there and never be pricked at all, or should, or your spirit is not saying, well, that's not of me, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. if it's like, if it's entertaining to you and not, and it's just not almost grotesque to you. I mean, I, I'm just trying to picture my, and again, I'm not trying to be legalistic, but I'm trying to picture myself sitting and I, I don't think I could sit through it. I mean, I think it would be so just disgusting to my spirit that I would have to get up and leave. But, you know, I don't, how many I'm people, not going to I mean, seriously, though, how many people have you heard say that after watching the horror movie, I had trouble sleeping? Yeah. Why? How many times have you heard that? Yeah. Many. So yeah, that's the question. I had why? nightmares. You know, or, yeah. So why? I mean, if so, how many times have you heard somebody? Uh, let's take a a Christian film. All right, facing the giants. So how many times have you heard somebody that's watched facing the giants afterwards said they had trouble sleeping? 
No, no, it doesn't happen. I've heard stories over and over again after people watching Face of Giants where they've gotten on their knees and worshiped God and praised him. Hmm. Where at the end of a horror movie, you know, I mean, a lot of people are probably listening. It's like, well, I never have any, I've never had, uh, you know, any nightmares or anything like that. It's all whatever. I know that's just fake and whatever. But the truth of the matter is it's not really fake. A horror movie is not really fake because there is demonic spirits and activity that's going on. There is, I mean, if, if you allowed Satan to have his way, he will torment you. He will want to destroy you. He would want to slash your throat. He would want to bring terror to your life. If you allow him kill, steal and destroy. Yeah. I mean, how many times in your own life have you had fear and you've had torment in your life? Like, like you're not able to pay your bills or you're going to get kicked out of your home or you're going to, you know, somebody, your best friend is now hating on you and you have tear or you've done something bad and you're, you've gotten caught and now you have tear. Well, that is all of Satan that every bit of that is built birthed in sin. Every bit of that is birthed in, in not of God, because if you cast all of your cares and your burdens under God, if you surrender to him, then you cast all your fears. You have no fear. You have peace because you know that God justice, God's purity, God's goodness will bring you through whatever it is that you're going through. You don't have to fear. You don't have to worry. So these films do that and people have torments. Um, so, but could it be because we have given Satan a foothold in our lives and fear has overcome us? Could watching a horror movie inspire negative emotions in us? Could it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't inspire positive things. No. I mean, it's like, have you listened to even music? I mean, I've, I've been in cars with somebody that's listening to like this metal music or something and, you know, it's just going wacko. Yeah. You don't leave there refresh you leave there amped up you leave there like on a mission you leave there mostly hateful and and ready to hurt somebody or exhausted or exhausted yeah so i would say that horror movies inspire i think negatives and you don't even realize it i think you get you desensitized but it's in you it's garbage in garbage out if you're if you're watching it then you're accepting it as as something that is okay in your life and it shouldn't be and you might be desensitized in your own spirit um, the truth is, is, is if we watch horror movies, yes, we are entertaining the thoughts of ideas of Satan and it gives him a foothold in our life. I, I believe that God, there's a hedge of protection around us. I believe that if you're a child of God, God is going to protect you from the enemy. Sin allows the enemy to come into your life. Sin allows the enemy to have a foothold. And so if you're walking wholly faithfully before the Lord, we're in the world and, and the world is going and sin is going to affect us. That's it's inevitable. We're going to face trials. We're going to face those tribulations. But I believe that if we if we serve and surrender to the Lord, we're positioning ourselves in the light. We are not going to face some of the attacks that the enemy is going to give us. I believe that the Lord is going to protect us from that. But if we're opening the door wide open, and we're entertaining things that Satan thrives in. Fear, death. I mean, that's what you think when you think a horror movie. That's what you think about, right? It's a people either go to be scared or they go to see like gruesome acts of violence, you know, which you almost always lead to death, right? So is that is that coming from God? Is no. fear coming from God ever? No. Is death coming from God? No. Yeah. So yeah. Well, <clears throat> argument number three, Pete, is um, 
you know, maybe you don't even agree with the first two. You're like, come on, you know, well, the first, I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. You know, it so the first one me. was it glorifies Satan. Yep. Our second argument yep. was that it gives Satan a foothold. That's right. So that's what we talked about. Right. The third one. So the third one is it supports the work of Satan. Mm. What, do you, what do you mean by that? Wow. Supports the work. So could something, something as simple as watching a horror movie support the work of Satan? Well, John, again, it's, it says in first Peter five, eight, be alert of the sober mind and your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion for someone to devour. Here's a thought. The ticket you bought and the money you gave will go to the producers of the horror movies. In turn, the money we gave them will only enable them to further create other films and do that do just glorify and Satan, but also destroy our God-given mind. I think that's the key. Ooh. So not only does that money help them perpetuate more evil, create more evil, but it also destroys a God-given mind. Yeah. How many times have you heard, I mean, let's just talk about the porn industry. How many times have you heard uh, people say, well, we need to just do something about the porn industry on, on online. Well, it's the one of the largest industries in billions of dollars at, that we have in the world. Well, if we want to get rid of the porn, then we need to stop looking at the porn. Yeah, you got to get rid of the appetite. We got to stop looking at it or people are going to still do it. That's if right. Satan sees that he has a foothold in something, he's going to continue to keep producing. When I was younger, we had horror movies, but not as much as we have them today. When I was younger, the horror movies mostly would just come out, you know, at Halloween time. There'd be one or two here and there. I didn't see too many of them all the time. But now I see horror movies in Christmas time. I see horror movies in January. I see horror movies that are coming out all the time. And I think that's just because it's fueling the fire. Hmm. People keep watching them. They're going to keep building them. And so I, I do believe that it's producing the work of Satan anyway. So if you're watching a horror movie and, and there was a scene that, that, you know, hurt somebody or it, you know, got back at somebody or it did something in a destructive way. And in real life that happened in your life or something similar or whatever you might gravitate to, as you watch that horror movie, it might be stuck in your brain. You don't even realize it. And then all of a sudden you might act out you know, maybe not in the killing somebody, but who knows? A lot of people probably kill people because they've watched horror movies. So, but we don't know, but you might, if you're, if it's coming into you, that's, it's embedded in your brain. It might come back out later. So you're giving Satan again, a foothold. That's kind of how we see it. Wow. <clears throat> Some people was like, well, that's never going to happen to me. Give <laughs> me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. I mean, if you're, if I'm taking in what's good, then I'm going to do what's good. If I'm taking in what's bad, that's what I know. So how could you say that that might not happen? It's 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 the bad. You're a losing argument. It's not true. We could prove that over and over again. You continue to do good. You're going to do good. That's so good. So. It, it, that reminds me of the saying, you know, you, you, somebody bumped into you with a hot cup of coffee and the coffee spilled out. And they're like, well, why'd you spill you know, the coffee? Like, well, because you bumped into me. No, because there's coffee in the cup. Whatever you put in that cup is what's going to come out. So if you're filling, you're filling yourself with positive God-giving or life-giving, um, God-honoring things, that's what's going to come out when you get bumped. If, it's, if you're filling yourself with darkness and images of darkness and satanic stuff and death and, and violence, when you get bumped, that's what's going to spill out. 
If so. I, yeah, if what I know is of God and his sacrificial love, grace and mercy and forgiveness of my life, someone bumps into me with coffee and accidentally pours it on me or something happens, I'm not going to respond with, what the heck are you doing? Watch <laughs> where right. you're going. What's happening? I'm going to respond right. with, no problem, man. Don't get it. I, yep. It happens to me too. I, yep. It's okay. No worries, you know? It's because we're what we're being filled up. And if you're constantly or putting yourself in a position of darkness, there's a chance that it's going to affect you. I love that. Adversity doesn't, uh, it doesn't build character, or reveals character. It's it. All I right. love it. I love it. All right. Number four, uh, watching horror movies will fill our mind with negative and unlock godly images. And we, we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, but uh, any, any other points that you want to kind of drive home? I know Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is commendable. If there is any, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. There it is. So, I mean, it's, if as a Christian, this, this is probably one of the biggest points as a Christian, I, I have to be honest with my relationship with God and God is telling me in Philippians 4, 8, that my responsibility is to meditate on things that are honorable, meditate on things that are just, meditate on things that are pure, meditate on things that are lovely and are commendable and that are of excellence and that are worthy of my praise, that I am to think about those things. And, and, and if I am watching a horror movie or any movie that's not of God, that is not positioning myself that way, <clears throat> then I would hopefully that be, there would be conviction uh, upon my life. You know, are horror movies true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent? Are they worthy of praise? I mean, truthfully, if we're honest, the answer is going to be a resounding no. Yeah. And you really kind of opened it up a little bit. That's true of a lot of movies that aren't horror movies as well, or anything that we spend our time doing. If it's not honoring God, honoring why, you know, you know, maybe we need to take a second thought of why are we doing that? Yeah. You know, what, what are we feeding our minds? What, you know, guard your heart above all else. Right. Um, because what's in your heart is going to flow out And David King. David said in Psalms 101, uh, Psalm 101, three and four says, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. Uh, there you go, right wow. there. That just that just said it all, right? Mic there. drop, right? Yeah, King I mean, David with a mic drop. He said, "I would know nothing of evil." So, if the Bible is saying that God would know nothing of evil, should we? I mean, oh my gosh! I mean, it's it's like that should be the answer for right there. I pray the Holy Spirit convicts you. I know there's a lot of Christians that watch horror movies. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people that go to these Halloween scare nights in, in you know, at Universal or Disney or all. And they're they used to just be like one place would do it. Now they're all like doing it. I know. And the reason being is because it it sells. It makes money. Mm-hmm. People want to be scared. People want to have be in this position. But, but the Bible says right here in Psalms 101, verse, verse 4, I will know nothing of evil. That's God. So I think as a Christian, pretty clear. That's pretty clear. I yeah. think we need to be careful there. So, argument five, and this kind of branches in even maybe even wider subject. And I hadn't, when I was first reading these, Pete, I didn't even think about this, but it says horror movies often feature sexual immorality. And, and why would they do that? And I love your point there. It's because sex sells, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I was, when I was, I think it was 15 years old. I remember I was with my, my cousin and uh, we were, there was two girls. I don't know their names. My cousin knew them and they were uh, going to watch a horror movie. It had the birth uh, name birthday in it. I forget the name of the horror movie, but um, it had that. And, and on the cover of it, it showed a girl and part of her boob was showing in blood and all that. And I watched that movie just to see the girl's boobs, just to see the nudity. And that's what drove me to it. And then I, I went through the whole horror and, and, and all of that, but I don't, I have never, I don't watch horror movies, so I don't know. And so I can't, I can't say that I know that there's a bunch of sexuality and, and nudity in all of them. I don't know. Um, I just know that movie for me. Yeah. And I know that drove me and, and I've seen other covers or other things that showed girls half naked and stuff. Yeah. So I can, I can just assume that it's there, <laughs> but you know, again, why wouldn't Hollywood or why wouldn't they want to show that? Because it's, it is, it's dabbling in darkness and, you know, nudity is okay when you're married, you know, it's okay to, to, to have sex all the time. If you're married in, in, in the bonds of marriage that God is blessing and ordaining, um, you know, it's, that's all good. And, and to, you know, lust after your wife or husband and all that. I mean, that's all good, but if it's outside of marriage, um, and it's done not only, not only that, but it's done in a grotesque evil way. It's, it just compiles on the the senses. It just, it just enhances. So if you're watching a horror movie and then all of a sudden there's nudity, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother layer hmm. that Satan is using to really reel you in. I don't know your well, thoughts. Well, first of all, thanks for sharing. I mean, I, the good parts about sex, right? Yeah. I think, um, especially the kids. I mean, I know growing up in the growing up in the church. I mean, it's like sex was taboo, and I, I think we did, we need to do a better job of, you know, making it not taboo. There's nothing. I mean, God created it. It's a, it's a beautiful, uh, amazing gift of God that the Satan loves to pervert, and this is just another opportunity for him to pervert it. But thank you for again for showing for sharing. Look, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I think we've done a terrible job with our kids uh, saying, you know, don't don't have sex, don't have sex. It's bad. It's bad. Don't have sex. And then they get married. And now they're supposed to be in this loving, intimate relationship with their spouse. And all their messages and images in their head are all negative, negative, negative. So I know that's a show. That's a different show. But well, I mean, again, but thanks for sharing that. It is. And so there's there's there is a God created. God is the one that created sex. He's the one that invented it. Satan and the world is the one that that made it bad. Um, you know, we are as Christians to abstain from sexual immorality. Immorality is is the gross part. You know, Ephesians yep. five says, but among you, you must not be even a hint of sexual morality or of any kind of impurity or greed because there is no these are improper for God's holy people. So the immorality is the lust. It's uh, if anybody has ever been caught up into the sexual uh, immorality phase where you've had an affair, you've um, you've done bad things, watched, went to nudie bars or or had other people do things to you or see things or watch movies or whatever. I guarantee you that you're not feeling great afterwards. If 
if I mean, if you desensitize yourself so completely, that's I pray for you. But there's I promise you, your spirit is pricked. I promise you, you don't feel good. A lot of times uh, people watch movies or do something. They feel like they have to watch uh, take a shower afterwards or or something happened to them and they've had sex or they went to, you know, one night stand and they were drunk and they did something. They just feel gross the next morning. It's not like you felt like, woohoo, I'm happy. You know, I'm right. so glad I'm living this life, you know. It's it's it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. But if you if you you're married and and you and you took your wife or your husband out on a date and you and you talked about how amazing they were and how loving they were and and you put the effort and the work into, you know, that and then afterwards you go and you take a bubble bath and you and you have music on and there's lights and the candles and then you have sex after that your marriage then it's like, wow, that was amazing. And you wake up the next day smiling. And right? it was exciting. <laughs> and, 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 and that is that is how God wanted it. It's not that other side. And I think Amen. that horror movies, it's not going to showcase the other side. It's going to showcase uh, gore, gross, disgusting. And it's, you know, woohoo, you know, and all that kind of thing. And so that's that's where that's at. Well, we've hit that point. Let's yeah. go on. All right, move on. Argument six, we are the light of the world. Mm. Every Christian must be a light in this world. I don't, should we say more? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Matthew, well, yeah, read Matthew. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. So picture this, you've just got done witnessing to a Christian or to somebody, you've discipled them, you poured your life into them, and, and you're sharing with them to walk holy and pure, and you go to a horror movie and you're sitting there and that person walks in. What is your light at that very moment? They're, hmm. they're watching you watch a horror film. They're watching you participate in darkness. They're watching yeah. you participate in something else. Are you demonstrating light in that moment? How confusing is that going to be to that person? That's it. Yeah. It's it, it it's it. I mean, let's put it in that perspective. Or you are a coach and you are an influence on young people's minds. And you're trying to teach them the ways of the uh, the best way to live. And you're inspiring them, all that. And then they see you at the movie theater going to a horror film. And they're like, hey, coach, that's really cool. You know, whatever that. But you just your message always is to bring light to them. Your message is always to bring hope to them or whatever. You just confuse the heck out of them. Yep. They just looked at you as like, well, he's not a real good Christian. You know, his word is is OK. But look, he's doing that, too. I mean, so practice okay. what you preach. Yeah. yeah. So it must be OK. You know, Pete, to me, the bottom line is this. Do horror movies do horror movies depict light or do they depict darkness? <sighs> I don't, I mean, people answer that. You know, well, well, you already know where we're at, but answer that. Yeah. Do if you're your watching heart, a horror movie, that yeah, is yeah. it producing light or is it producing darkness? Yeah. You don't need us to tell you. No. So, but as we grow closer to God, we must also get further away from anything that has something to do with the dark side. I mean, think about it. If we're growing closer to the Lord, it's going to give us less hunger for anything that is of darkness. We don't want it. We don't crave it because everything in God is perfect. If we know Jesus for who he is, if we have a relationship with him and we're intimate with him, all we should want and crave is that. 
We should not want anything dark. We should naturally be gravitating to that. And if we're craving the dark side, the fear, the the gore and all that, and we have to do it because it's our habit, mm. it should really talk to our heart. It should talk to our spirit. We, we must take an extra effort to overcome the influence of Satan and includes horror movies. And so that includes everything. I mean, it's the art, this world, everything that the Satan has created in this world is to get us our eyes off of Jesus. Everything is to get our eyes on ourselves, to trust ourselves. Everything is to get our eyes on everything that is opposite of what God wants. He is the one that is in charge. He is the one that created us. He is the good father. He is the one that provides for us. He is the one that brings us light. He is the one that that takes care of every aspect of things. We have our hope. We have our peace. We have our joy. We have our wisdom. We have our knowledge. We have everything in Jesus. Apart from him, the Bible says we can do nothing. So why are we trying to seek after things that are not of light? That's the question. And that really is argument number seven, Pete. You just led right into it. It just says watching horror movies is a waste of time. And so are other movies that do not produce value of life purposes. If they're not, if they're not shedding light or lifting people up or, you know, it's just, it's a waste of time. Why, why are we doing it? Go ahead. Well, I'm not saying that I'm not saying watching a horror movie might not be entertaining. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it might not be, you know, a thrill or, you know, trying to learn the other side of things. I'm not saying that, uh, but we are saying that, you know, first Corinthians 10, 23, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. Hmm. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. But that's what we there are saying. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's it. It's, it's like, we have to ask ourselves is, is watching this thing. And here's, here's the other thing. So maybe you're listening to this and, You've you've been watching horror movies and you've been doing this for uh, a long time in your life and you don't see anything wrong with it or whatever. But let let me ask you this: If the spirit of God some way somehow touched you this today and you're and you're hearing this and and you're saying that, all right, I, maybe I won't start watching anymore. Maybe you know you're right and maybe it isn't the best two hours of my life. Well you can stop right now and you could just pray next time a horror movie comes out or next series or something that you like. And you just say, God, help me get through this. So I don't watch that. I promise you, this is what will happen. If you take that out of your life and you put something that is good, that Jesus wants. So maybe instead of watching that horror movie that you're tempted to watch, you watch a godly movie or you read a book that's, that brings God glory, or you read your Bible during that temptation time or whatever, you replace the bad with the good. I promise you, if you do that, God will bless that. And I promise you this, that if that is something that you take out of your habit, you will draw closer to the Lord. Your intimacy with the Father, I promise, will increase. You will get more understanding. You will, Your eyes would be open to new truths. You'll be able to see things a little bit more clearer in your life. You will have a little bit more hope. You, you will have a transformation that will be evitable for others around you to see. People will actually see your change and your transformation. I promise you, you will have an extra added joy to your life and, 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 and so on. And so, I mean, I, I know this for a fact because every time that I have a bad habit or something that I'm doing that is not pleasing to the Lord and I stop it and I replace that bad habit and there's many, and I'm still, unlearn, I'm still learning. We all are. 
but I replace it with something good, my life changes. I am Romans 12, 1. I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. I become a new creation in Christ as 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Old things then become new, uh, are passed away and behold, all things then become new. And so if that's you and, and you're wanting to change, I pray that the Lord spoke to you. You know, again, let's just go through the seven arguments again. The first one was, uh, we feel horror movies glorify Satan. Uh, we've kind of went through that a little bit. We feel like it gives Satan a foothold in your life where we want Jesus to have a foothold, not Satan. The next argument is we feel like it supports the works of Satan. I mean, that's, he's always about to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10, 10, it's, that's whole mission in life is to, to scare you, to hurt you, to take away from you, to, to wreck your life. So we feel like it's what works to Satan. The next argument is that it fills your mind with negative and ungodly images. I mean, I mean, we, we don't have to really do much to prove that point. Nope. The next one is it helps feature sexual morality. I mean, that's something that Satan uses always is the sex to sell. Next one is that we feel we are the light of the world and that we to be the light and not to put ourselves in darkness. And the last one is it's just wasting our time and it's just not edifying God. And so um, that's it. And if you're listening and you want to give your life to the Lord and maybe God's convicted you and maybe you're listening to this for the first time and um, you've never actually given your life. You never actually have committed your, yourself to the Lord. Well, you can do so right now. And, and what we ask you to do is just to, to humble your hearts right now and, and to uh, clarify your mind and just pray in your spirit and just say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Because, because God is your creator. He's the one that, that, that created you and he created you for his glory. He created you for his purpose. And, and all God wants to do is love you and take care of you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants to wipe, uh, as the Bible says, your sins as far as the east is from the west. The Bible says that he wants to make you as white as snow, that he wants to take all of your sins, all of your past, your past sins, your present sins, and your future sins. He wants to wipe it all. You're forgiven once and for all if you just confess right now that you're a sinner. And just say, God, forgive me. I, you, you're right, God. Your way is best. And, and I want to walk holy. And I want to walk with you. And I want, I want you to be my God. I want to position myself to be in your presence. I don't want the, the world's ways anymore. I don't want the, the, the gore and the horror and the evil that the world offers. I don't want to be in a sexual immorality marriage or a sexual immorality relationship with other people. I don't want that anymore. I want to, to be cleansed of that, and God can do that. And so just pray in your spirit, God, forgive me. Help me, God, to walk with you. Help me to be faithful to you. Forgive me of my sins and let me to be uh, pleased. Come into my heart in my life. You be my God in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and if you did that, we would love to know about this. We would love to hear from you. You can go on to our riotpodcast.co um, and, and just close at the top. It says, no God, click down at the bottom. And it says, yeah, I gave my life to the Lord and fill that out and, and get in, get in touch with us. And we would connect with you. And if you need a church, we'll connect you with the church. If you need questions answered, we'll answer those questions. In fact, on our website, we have a bunch of questions, uh, that people ask and we answer them there. Um, but, uh, and, and, and with that said, if there's someone that's listening today, that's, 
Um, I know I'm talking Bob a lot, but no, you're fine. Pete. If someone's talking listening today and you just want to repent of your sins and God convicted, you can do that. So let's just pray and, and I'll pray for you, those as well. Lord, I just thank you, praise you for the show. And I thank you, God, that you are so good and faithful and that you are, um, everything in you is right. Everything in you is true. And, uh, we never have to worry there. We never have to have a uh, fear there. Uh, Lord, in you, there's always calm. It's always peaceful. Lord, in you, it's, it's all, there's always hope. Uh, Lord, there's always wisdom and direction. Lord, in you, there's, there's always protection from the evil one. Uh, Lord, there's always strength, Lord, to be able to do things in life. And, and I just pray, God, that we can um, just continue to gravitate to you, to repent of our sins, Lord, to turn from it. Lord, to, to seek your Holy Spirit in the midst of pain, amidst of bad habits, amidst of struggles, Lord, and, and just find rest in you. And uh, I pray for whoever's listening to this, that you would just be there right now, that you would draw close to them, that you would touch their lives, that you would heal any, any mental sickness they might have. I pray that you would heal their physical body as well. And Lord, that you would just continue to transform each of us, Lord. Lord, that's our desire, our hope. And so we just praise you. We love you. We honor you. We worship you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Bobalicious. Amen. Thank you, Pete. And like Pete said, you can uh, you can jump onto our website. Um, you know, click on the No God. There's a bunch of questions right underneath that. And uh, man, if you you know if you listen to the show all the time and you're like, man, how can I help these guys out? There's even a donate now button on there, right, Pete? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we would appreciate uh, any any support you can give there. That that would be awesome. Jump onto our YouTube page, our Facebook uh, platform, share comments, share um, ideas for upcoming shows that you'd like to see. But, you know, Pete, that was that was kind of a cool topic talk. I didn't know we were going to be talking about horror films today. Well, I mean, I did today, but, you know, thinking about it a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, what jumped in my mind as you were as you were praying Lord, uh, was that, uh, you know, if somebody is kind of struggling with this and they're like, man, I still I just don't see a problem with that. Um, it, and they're still listening to the podcast, yeah. I would just ask, you know, where is that desire coming from? Mm. Where, you know, what, what is, what inside of you yeah. is giving you a desire to, to see this stuff and, mm. and to witness this stuff. And, uh, I like how you said, you know, Hey, turn it off, but you got to put something else in its place. Yeah. And you know what I thought of? Mm. I'm like, what if instead of spending that two hours, um, watching a horror film, you spent two hours writing letters or texts of encouragement to family members yeah. and friends and stuff Something. like that. So yeah. that's that's kind of what came. So instead of watching the darkness, you're actually lifting people up and encouraging them. So that's my challenge uh, for you as we are. I mean, you guys are, you know, what's the date? I don't even know what the date is. The yeah, so 29th, October 29th, something like that. Well, that just spoke um, to me what you just said. So with me, I used to do it a lot more and I haven't. So I'm convicted. Thank you for that. As I need, you need to, I love texting people and just speaking life to them. Yeah. And, and, you know, just going through and so say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to be praying for you. And so just letting them know, Hey, I'm praying for you now and, and hope all is well in so good. And it does, it helps people, right? I love it when people do that for me. Yep. I don't get it enough. So if you, you know me and have my <laughs> cell phone, go ahead. It just blesses me. But uh, yeah, so Amen. that, that convicted me. It's good. Well, that's all I got, Pete. All right. Well, I'm blessed, man. That, I mean, we went through it quickly, but you know what? We hit we hit the subject. We we talked about what we needed to talk about. Can't wait to hear your comments. Let's see what people say. Yep. Be blessed, people. Take care. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been the Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, 
please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.